Well, hello, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neo, and this is not the intro. Um, yeah, we're doing something a little different. No, uh, no uh, intro music or anything like that. Uh, this is episode uh, 112, 112. And I just figured, because I don't really have a show planned, I just figured I'd come on and just random stream of consciousness, basically. Um, I will, however, uh, give spoilers to the Marvels. I did see it. Well, is there a difference between watched and seen? I watched, no, I've seen it. I'm just going to say I've seen it. Uh, yeah, so I'll do a spoiler uh, a spoiler review there in a few in a few minutes. Um, uh, what else? Uh, and maybe I'll touch on some new stuff as I scroll around on you know the Twitters and the Instagrams and shit like that. But um, yeah, we're doing something a little different today. Random stream of consciousness. Um, yeah, so, where to start? Uh, oh yeah, I said I was, I was gonna do a spoiler review of the Marvels. Um, okay, so it's 1.42 in the recording. I'll, I'll try and keep track of where I stop. So, if you want to skip ahead, skip ahead, um... And I'll post up uh, when I... Let me write it down, too. Uh, when I stop uh, spoiling uh, the Marvels. Uh, spoiling the Marvels. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. Or at least keep listening to... The, listen to the show, but I'll let you just... Pay attention to when I post when this show comes up. So, anyway. Uh, the Marvels. Uh, yeah, I can say I love anything that comes out of Marvel. Um, I do have my disappointments. I do have my, eh, I liked it, but not loved it. Uh, Marvel's falls somewhere in between. Um, you know, you got, all right, cause let's say this, um, even I, I, as a sequel, it's good. It's really good uh, to Captain Marvel. It's a sequel to Captain Marvel, and it's really good. Uh, there's a lot of really cool moments. Um, also, uh, uh, trying to remember exactly what the fuck happened. So, there was a, a lot of uh, reveals about what Carol did uh back in the 90s after she went off into space at the end of Captain Marvel. Apparently she destroyed um, the Supreme Intelligence. And what's really cool is that they actually had the real... Not the real, <laughs> but they actually had comic accurate uh, Supreme, Intelli Supreme Intelligence. Um, she destroyed it. And that sent the Kree home planet of Hala right down the shitter uh, 
So that sends uh, Darben. Uh, I forgot the actress's name. I'm sorry, but uh, she's married to Loki. Um, uh, she uh, decides to use. She found the other uh, bangle or bracelet that uh, Kamala Khan has, uh, Miss Marvel. She found the other one, so she uses that as a means to break open tears into space. Uh, and, and like um, the jump point, you know, the jump points that were introduced in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where, you know, you jump through and you go, you, you fast travel basically through space and time or whatever the fuck. Uh, so she was making, uh, she was making damaged jump points to siphon off other planets that she felt uh betrayed the Kree Empire and so she's basically also attacking things that Carol Danvers had a hand in like whatever was important to her she's going to try and take away she attacked a a scroll settlement uh, took their air because the air in Hala is unbreathable uh, there's no water, so she went to a full, uh, mostly water planet. So she tried to get some water. Uh, she, the last thing she tried to do was take the sun from uh, from Earth. And I kind of think they like. I know I, I'm jumping around here, but all right. Uh, can I start in the beginning? Uh, in the beginning, it does explain. The things that happened at the end of Miss Marvel when she, her bangle was acting up. The reason why her bangle was acting up is because at that same moment, um, Darben found the other one and activated it. So she's like, what? And then when she used her power, all these things happened at the same time. Uh, Monica Rambeau was in space. At, right? Monica? Yeah. Monica Rambeau Photon was in space and she touched uh, a damaged uh, jump point. And at the same time, Carol, who was investigating something, touched the same kind of energy source thing. Uh, And they all wound up, you know, intertwining their powers. So that's what explained their switching places every time, you know. And I felt the film used it pretty cool uh, pretty cool at some points it, it made sense it, it it worked out they learned how to use it how to control it uh in a nice little funny uh montage uh training montage if you will and then yeah they go into space i'm gonna make it as abridged as as possible so darben's doing all this stuff so she tries to take the earth sun um our hero stopped them stop her and oh it turns out that uh miss marvel's bangles uh not bangles why am i calling them bangles the bracelets are actually the quantum bands a little quasar reference are we gonna get quasar i don't fucking know but um i okay so yeah because there's a part that she's not uh, wearing her bang her calling it a bangle. Didn't they call it a bangle in the movie? I don't know. Um, she's not wearing the bracelet, and yet her powers 
you know, worked. And I'm like, wait, doesn't isn't she supposed to have the bangle for her powers to work? But then I remembered it just activated her mutant gene of what she can do with her powers or whatever. Um, so uh, Darben gets both quantum bands, rips open a huge. Uh, in the process of trying to take the Earth Sun, they stop it. But they kind of swept that under the rug a little bit, you know, the effects of something like that happening to Earth. And it just like, oh, it's fine. The sun's fine now. You know, we don't have to worry about any lasting effects. And uh, so she, uh, Darben gets both quantum bands. She tries to use them, but she explodes. Uh, or for some fucking reason. You know, the the villain... That's the thing with with Marvel's villains. If you're not Loki, or at this point, Kang the Conqueror, or... If you're not Loki, they don't really give a shit about you, unfortunately. Or Thanos. If you're not Thanos, they don't give a shit about you. And that's kind of fucked up. That's kind of fucked up. Did I close this? Uh, it's not kind of. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, when it comes to uh, the MCU. Uh, they don't They don't really spend... You have a quick moment to explain the villain. But you don't... They don't matter. Unfortunately. It's all about the hero's story. Um, so that's one thing I, I find that they've never fully conquered or addressed or um, fixed if you will Killmonger he was great but again they just he's here and then he's gone Um, and it's hard to like can you name a really good Marvel villain no you fucking can't oh uh, the the Mandarin was good but here and now he's gone um yeah so they they have a serious villain problem with Marvel and it seemed they didn't correct it or fix it with this one so yeah running the accuser they didn't I mean he wasn't really that fucking important it was all about uh you know getting to Thanos um the smart thing they did was make Avengers Infinity War a Thanos movie, so we got a real uh, connection to the character, and we give we kind of gave a shit about him. Any other fucking villain, we don't. It's either way, we don't give a shit. So she blows up for some fucking reason, but at that same explosion, she rips open a, a hole in time and space. Which they explain is actually, uh, which is on the other side, is another universe. So, um, the only person that could fix it was Photon, uh, uh, Monica. So she flew out there. She learns to fly in this movie. She flew out there and she uses her powers to close the, the, the rift in, in this it's not it wasn't an incursion uh, a, a right proper incursion but it was a you know both universes were going to bleed into each other 
uh, and she had to prevent it. So she's using her powers to close the thing. And and uh, Captain Marvel's trying to get to her before she fully closes it and try and bring her back. But she closes it. Monica is on the other side of in a whole nother universe. And, you know, they like, oh, hopefully we'll get her back. They're not, uh, she's sad about it, but she's not super sad about it. She's like, oh, she'll come back. Hopefully. She's, she's, uh, she's clearly maintaining, uh, hopefulness, optimism, you know. Um, the standout of this movie, I'll get to the end credits soon. The standout of this movie was Iman Vellani, Vellani, uh, Iman Vellani. Uh, she's a fucking joy. She is a star. She is amazing. She's funny. She's oh man, they 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 did something special, and I hope they continue doing something special with Miss Marvel. Um, Hopefully she gets a season two. Hopefully she uh, and a right proper season two, not some six, seven episode thing. Like they said, they're going to try and restructure their TV. So maybe we'll get a fuller 20 episode or 15 episode or 13 episode season of uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, If she returns to TV, if she returns in the movies. Oh, my God. So she's, uh, I think they're, they moved to Maria's house or Captain Marvel moved into Maria's house or Monica's house. I I didn't quite understand what was happening at the moment, but it looked like, uh, uh, Miss Marvel and her family were moving into Monica's house, uh, back in Louisiana. So I don't know if they're still in Jersey City or if they're going to be in Louisiana. Either that or they were helping Captain Marvel move in or move out. I don't fucking know. I I really what I I don't know either I spaced or something happened and I missed it. I don't fucking know, but something about that house, somebody was moving in or somebody was moving out. Um so she's so uh, she's talking to Captain Marvel. And she said, "Oh, it was so cruel to team up with you and all that." that. So, and she goes, "That made me kind of think of something." And then cut to this dark room. The shadow comes into like you've got a window pane, but it's not a clear window pane. And somebody walks up to it. You see a silhouette, a weird silhouette, but you see a very familiar silhouette. The, the person opens the door. There's a shot of the dog. And a pizza flies at, comes at him. And she's like, pizza time. And it was Lucky the Pizza Dog. And it's fucking Haley uh, Steinfeld. Stein, Haley Steinfeld? Steinfeld? Whatever. Fuck, I forgot her fucking name. But Hawkeye was in the after credits scene. And... <laughs> Miss Marvel does a, her best Nick Fury. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, she goes, Kate Bishop. Hawk, uh, I, I don't know if she calls her a Hawkeye or anything, but she says, Kate Bishop. You think you're the only superhero in the world? And she's like, how do you know who I am? And she's like, I got your file. 
and she's like where did you get that and she's like it was on my couch because <laughs> uh, uh, earlier in the film uh, Monica and Nick Fury explained to uh, Miss Marvel and her family that oh we've we heard about what you did so we've been keeping track of you from our, sp- our space base and stuff like that so it's like a LED screen and you know it has a bunch of files on it so she had she still had it in her house and so she she's she's forming the young avengers miss marvel is forming the young avengers this is gonna be so if they oh my god this is this is gonna be fucking awesome if marvel does this right i don't want i want here Speculation time. Miss Marvel and the new Young Avengers, or the new Avengers, the Young Avengers, whatever the fuck they're going to be fucking called, have to be the ones to save the multiverse. Somehow, some way, or be a part of how they save the multiverse. Um, so they have to play a part in Secret Wars. They have to play a part. Some, they have to form this shit pretty fucking quick. I know we have a lot of movies in between, but there's not a lot of Young Avengers. Not unless that. I really... Part of me will be happy, but part of me would be disappointed if they just regulate Young Avengers into a Disney Plus show. And they form it there. You know, you know part of me would be happy because we're getting the Young Avengers... But if they're going to, like, assemble on Disney Plus and then come into the big screen with hopefully saving the world and the universes and the multiverse, who knows? But that's got to happen. They got to play a part and and do something. Uh, But I'm really fucking excited about that. Uh, Second uh, end credit scene. Because yeah, she's like, oh, she's uh, she says, uh, I'm kind of putting something together, and she goes, do you want in, or will you join me? I was hoping you would join me in putting something together or something like that. And she's got and uh, Kate Bishop, uh, she has this look on her face, like, are you serious? Like, hmm, like she's questioning it, and then she and and then Miss Marvel says, please. And then Kate Bishop starts to smile. She's like, all right. And boom. Oh, man. So then the credits kick in. It's a nice ending credit shit. And then we get the second uh, after credit scene. I'm winding down a little bit. So we're almost there. Monica wakes up in a hospital. Not a hospital room, but some kind of room. And somebody's sitting next to her. And it's Maria Rambeau. And she's like, Mom? Oh my God, you're alive. Mom's like, she's like, uh, not uh, incoherent, but she's just like, it's her mother. Her mother is there right beside her. And she's just, she's not questioning it. She's just like, and Monica, uh, Maria is like, what are you talking about? mom what are you what are you saying and then a familiar voice comes into the room and he talks salad and scrambled eggs 
and if that doesn't fucking trigger something, I don't know. It's fucking Kelsey Grammer. You recognize Kelsey Grammer right away, and you're like, holy fuck. You see something blue pass by the screen. I think it's his hand and a white coat. He walks to a screen monitor. You hear him talking, and you're like, holy fucking shit. It's Beast. Oh my god. And you're thinking. Now, automatically, you think Kelsey Grammer. You think Beast. You remember how he looked in uh, X-Men The Last Stand. Kelsey Grammer and blue makeup. This was full CGI. Beast. Straight out of the fucking comics. At least the 90s comics. Uh, With the points in his hair... Uh, but slicked back he kind of looked like 90 uh, animated series beast but more of course lifelike not cartoon oh my fucking god comic accurate beast was in this fucking movie. So she's in the universe with the X-Men. A universe with that has the X-Men. Now here's the thing. Maria gets up. She's like, who are you? And he goes, uh, I don't think he introduces himself right away. I couldn't really grasp a lot what was being said. So I was just like really fucking stoked. Then all of a sudden, Maria stands up. Drops the blanket that she was covered in. And she reveals she's in full binary costume. Now, for those of you who don't remember, I'm going to say 80s, maybe early 90s, before she came back as Miss Marvel. No, she came back as Miss Marvel and uh, Carol Danvers. And she lost her powers. This had to be... It's not 70s. It's got to be late 80s, early 90s. Uh, she lost her powers. Then gained the, gained some extra new shit. That made her even more powerful. And she became binary. And if I remember correctly, she was teaming with the X-Men. I think she, was, she joined the X-Men at that time. I don't know if they made her a mutant or something like that. But I don't know the specifics. But she became binary. She had a a white costume with a star on the side and Maria was wearing that fucking costume. Comic accurate binary costume. Okay. And he called her binary. He said, oh, binary found you floating in space and shit like that. Um, And she's like... He's like, uh, we. I gotta run some more tests, but she's like, Maria's like, no, I want to stay with her. Something's telling me that I should stay with her or something, or whatever. And he goes, Charles wants a full report on what's going on. So that means that this X Men universe that she's in is not the same as the X Men universe that existed in Multiverse of Madness, because as we all know, Charles Xavier is fucking dead. So this is a whole brand new universe. We're going to get a new fucking Charles Xavier. If we're going to still use this universe. But that beast is going to fucking play a part. You don't fucking. Oh my god. Anyway. 
<laughs> but it just I just got really excited about beast and binary. And so and that's where she that's where the movie ends. She uh no, uh she's in binary costume and she's like, Who are you people? Or some shit like that. And then binary says, Who are you? Or something like that. Or something like that. So to some extent, I think she says, Who are you? Who are you? And oh yeah, she go uh, binary goes, Who are you? And Marie and Monica goes, Oh shit. Or something like that. Like, ah, oh, damn. And then the movie ends. Oh, my gosh. Like, for something that didn't have... That had stakes, but not huge stakes, ends with such a fucking bang. You know? And I'm surprised they didn't advertise this movie. Like, you have to see this movie. We can't tell you why, but you have to see this movie. And I think that this... Um, excuse me. I would not be surprised if this just strictly, uh, they want that word of mouth. Like, oh, dude, you gotta go see this movie in theaters, man. You gotta see this movie. You know? Beg your pardon. Again, once again, every time I fucking record, I get all fucking nasally and shit. Uh, pain in the fucking ass. Uh, so yeah. That's, uh, uh, do I have anything to say about the movie? Um, Okay, let's say 2534. 2534 is when I kind of stop uh, talking about the movie. But uh, I will say this is not a spoiler at this point right now. No spoilers at this point. No spoilers. I'm just going to give my review of the film. It's good. It's not great. It's not the best. It's good. It's fun. It's very fun. Um... And it's uh, it's it's your typical Marvel movie, you know. Uh, it could have been better, uh, you know. I would not have been mad if it was a little longer. I won't say that this movie suffers from the shorter time um, uh, uh, runtime, but. You know, I could, we could have used more. You could have used, they could have used a little bit more. And they could have cut out a certain scene or cut short a certain scene that really wasn't fucking necessary, in my opinion. In my honest opinion, there was this one scene that was just so not fucking necessary. And if you've seen the movie, you should know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, it was really just. I, I didn't I didn't see the fucking point. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. So at 25:34, I finished doing spoilers. I'm talking just straight up. It's a good movie. You know, it's worth it's worth seeing. It's very much worth seeing. Uh, and that concludes the uh, the Marvels review uh, spoiler review. Uh, oh wow, five or ten dollar card? Shit. For Ghostbusters card? Well, yeah, I just uh, was talking to somebody about scratch off cards and shit. Uh, so, from what I'm hearing, uh, in the 
uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, um, Marvel, I think, uh, who said it? Geeks Vibes Nation? Okay, well, here's an impromptu uh, uh, ringside matters moment. Looks like Drew McIntyre is joining uh, Judgment Day for Survivor Series War Games. Drew McIntyre's gone heel now. And that's how they ended Raw. So now they need another guy. Gonna make a six on six. That means, um, hmm, who could possibly join uh, Cody Rhodes and his team? I don't know. All right, so, yeah, um, let me see if I see it from this guy's uh, account. Because uh, he's the one who posted it, but, or reposted it. Let's see. Okay. Geek Vibes Nation said Marvel is reportedly not moving forward with the Kang storyline, which means Avengers the Kang Dynasty could be reworked into a different film or scrapped altogether. Huh. If that is true. And uh, Robert Jefferson of Comics Explained said Avengers Doom War. Fuck you, take my money. Uh, if look, I've stated this before in another podcast, I don't remember which one. I think it was Thinking Outside the Undies. Um, which you can listen to right now or after this. Um, it's somewhere in the timeline. Um, Kang the Conqueror has always been, um, threat of the moment but not of the story he's always like someone always bests him and sometimes he bests himself like he screws himself over you know Uh, in a lot of his comics uh, especially if he joins with someone someone fucks him over and then he's left with egg on his face you know, like shit. Like he's always played for a fool. He's always played for um, a patsy, or if you will, he's 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 always getting played. As far as my memory goes, which isn't far nowadays, but <laughs> in the comics, he's always been bested by someone else. The only other part, and I can tell you, if it's the MCU and it, and they want to do this. They want to change course and not go with Kang the Conqueror as their big, huge bad. Doctor Doom is the best fucking choice because he's he's the guy who plays chess when you're playing checkers. You know, he's the guy playing. No, he plays 3D chess while you're playing 
2D checkers. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's always a step ahead. He's always calculating all kinds of shit. You know? And he could possibly, like, you don't even need to build him up in a Fantastic Four movie. You don't need... You could possibly bring him into any movie in an after credit scene and set him up as... Like, okay, imagine this. Um, let's say, just for fuck's sake, Deadpool 3 has to deal with the multiverse. Uh, maybe the TVA steps in, as they say. Maybe uh, it might happen. TVA is chasing Deadpool around. I, I don't know. We don't know what's going on with Deadpool 3. But just for fuck's sake, because it's dealing with multiverse issues. End of the film. After credit scene one happens, let's say something else happens. After after credit scene two. Lush European village, if you will. Castle in the distance. You know, or fucking scratch that. Castle. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Exterior, right? Is it exterior out? Outside. <laughs> Outside. A castle. You don't fucking see the village. You don't say it. It's just a fucking castle. Yeah. Exterior is outside. Interior. Interior. <laughs> I was fucking right. I knew what I was fucking talking about. Anyway. Second question myself. Interior. Knock on a door. Old man comes in. Butler or something. Sir, news reports, whatever the fuck. He says something to someone uh, that just like triggers something, maybe. We zoom in on a ch- not even a chair. You zoom in on Doctor Fucking Doom, full blown Doctor Strange, floating trance thing and then he wakes up puts his metal feet down on the ground and says we have work to do there you go you set up fucking Doctor Doom in an early movie (laughs) like dude I, I don't like you can't you could say I'm sure smarter people can do better but you get what I'm saying though right like you just introduce Deadpool 3 or what's uh they have other movies coming out uh in 2025 fuck 2025 where am I why am I here uh comics explain geek vibes nation I'm going to geek vibes nation cause they're pretty more up to date with shit uh let's see here uh well, oh, well, that's neither here nor there, but uh, 2024 has one, two, three, four Marvel movies. Uh, Madam Web, Deadpool 3, Craven the Hunter, and Venom. Yeah, that's, that's going to be fucking fun. Let's see here. Uh, what is this? What's this?
Huh. That's something else I could touch on later, maybe. That's a Willy Wonka thing. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, right. They they removed uh, Jeff Loveness, uh, the writer for Kang Dynasty. Uh, because the entire... Yeah, Jeff Loveness was removed from Kang Dynasty because the entire Kang story was being scrapped. Uh, yes. One way to lose a fucking job. Anyway, I don't know the full list of... I wrote it down. What the fuck is wrong with me? Past shows. Help me. All right. Uh, okay, Cap 4. Oh, you could do it for Cap 4, too. Because... Uh, yeah. Maybe. Fantastic 4, you get your full Doctor Doom story if you want to. You know... You, you know, does it have to be full blown like origin for the Fantastic Four? Maybe. Are they going to do that? Who knows? But uh, yeah, you tease because when is that coming out? February. Captain America Force moved to February fourteenth. Uh, Deadpool is next year. I hope you didn't hear that. <laughs> that was just me breathing through my nose. Poorly. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you have more than one possibility of building up Dr. Do. And if you want to, you could... I don't know. Something's gotta remove Kang from the equation. Okay. I don't think they're going to have a Kang variant in Deadpool 3. Because I don't know if they have anything, any actual real plans of Jonathan Majors filming anything new if they haven't filmed anything already. So he's got legal troubles right now. The last thing we saw was the Council of Kangs. Uh, fuck. I'll have to think about this more. And I'll save that for Thinking Outside the Undies Episode 2. We'll talk Dr. Doom and I'll figure something out to actually tell you people. But I'm telling you. Either Deadpool 3 or Captain America 4. You have an end credit scene showing Doctor Doom doing something really fucking cool and magical. Because he is a, he is a sorcerer. He's a scientist and a sorcerer. If you show him doing some kind of fucking Doctor Strange type deal. Like, yo, know, I've just seen some shit. Like, he went through astral project... Uh, uh, astral projection going through like shit that's going on and then he just says like he just snaps out of it wakes up and just be, goes to his uh what's his uh 
I don't remember his uh, his uh, butler's name or uh, his servant's name, but he tells him we have work to do, or I have work to do. You know, and you, oh, just just really picture that, and you got your like second main bad guy, you know. Uh, and you, we all know if they're gonna do Secret Wars, Doctor Doom is the fucking guy. Doesn't have to be Kang. You, if you want to still do Kang Dynasty, you could have the death of Kang there, where Doctor Doom just wipes them out. You know, but whatever. That's gonna be for uh, thinking outside the undies. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, fuck. Oh yeah, the first trailer for Garfield, starring Chris Pratt. As Garfield. Listen. Nothing against Chris Pratt. But why in the fuck are all these fucking movie. Animated movies. Hiring Chris Pratt. To do the voice of these iconic characters. Yeah he was great in the Lego movie. He was actually fine in Mario. But Garfield. He sounds nothing like Garfield. Garfield sounds like, you know, like fucking Bill Murray, if you will, or the fucking, uh, the actual actor that did the cartoon back in the days. Grumpy and like, ugh, tired of life. But I love lasagna. You know, he, he's got that drone. He has a drone type voice, you know, or, you know, sarcastic and like I've experienced life like he has a certain voice and Chris Pratt ain't it for fuck's sake stop it Hollywood fucking whitewashing fucking shit alright what else you got Tom Hiddleston hints that we might have not seen the last of Loki I think it'd be unwise at this point to be conclusive about any of it oh um last time we spoke uh warner brothers discovery shelved or put them into the vault coyote versus acme uh it says several filmmakers cancel uh according to geek by geek vibes nation and the hollywood reporter as their source, uh, several filmmakers canceled meetings with Warner Brothers after news broke that they were going to shelve Coyote vs. Acme. WB has reversed this, their decision and will now allow the film to be shopped around. Uh, last I read somewhere, Amazon, Netflix, uh, Paramount, and some other fucking streamer or whatever the fuck, uh, they're, they're, they screened the movie and now I guess they're going to try and bid on like, you know, who wants this? And so we'll we'll be getting Coyote versus Acme uh, sometime soon. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a trailer and announcement of which streaming site will have it. But yeah, that's great. Uh, after all the fucking hard work, all those crew people had to do, and the actors and all that shit, like, fuck, how the fuck do you do that? Take someone's hard fucking work and say, oh, we're not gonna do it because it's a tax write-off. You know, like, they put their heart and soul into this thing, and you're just gonna be like, eh, we don't fucking need it, we don't want it, we're not gonna do anything with it. You know, it's it's one thing to say we don't need it, or we don't want it, or whatever, but to say, oh, it's never gonna see the light of day, 
that's, that's some fucking low shit, bro. And Warner Brothers Discovery, David Saslow, is, it sounds like a douchebag. I mean, none of this stuff makes him look good at all. At all. Like, it's fucking horrible. So thank you, Geek, Geek Vibes Nation, for the insight shit. And thank you, Comics Explained, for the uh, whatever. Robert Jefferson. I don't I don't hate... Don't get me wrong. I don't hate um, Robert Jefferson at all or Comics Explained. I am an avid watcher, but, like... It's amazing. Like, he's... Dude, it's amazing. Like... <laughs> like a broken record sometimes you know ah, a new clip from Godzilla minus one he's gonna eat this ship oh he's gonna... oh yeah that'll work They tried to blow him up with a bomb, but I guess the wire got cut. The bomb is still in his mouth. <laughs> he said, Get down. And he shot, oh, he shot the bomb that was in his mouth. Yeah, that was gonna fucking work. It looks fucking good. It looks really fucking good. Uh, Godzilla. My, let's say my, not love affair, but like my uh, introduction into the world of Godzilla was Godzilla, well, let me think. I've always known of Godzilla, like without even seeing a movie. I knew like a full movie. I knew of Godzilla because references, you know, all kinds of things. Clips. Uh, I've probably seen. Uh, yeah, a little. Uh, maybe something on the Sci Fi channel when they used to give it. But I was like, oh, that's Godzilla. Cool. But then I saw, or I watched, well, yeah, I uh, when I was a kid. Uh, we went to go see Godzilla 98 uh, <laughs> in, uh, in theaters. It was my birthday. It came out on my birthday, uh, May 12th, I think. Or May 11th, and my, the next day was my birthday. So for my birthday, my mom took me to go see uh, Godzilla. Because Godzilla was a big part of her childhood. So she was like, hey, you get in your own Godzilla. Let's go watch it. And we enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, I was, I was like, it's Godzilla. It's my Godzilla. I don't have a huge emotional attachment to that Godzilla, but it, it's it's significant. It's a significant attachment to that Godzilla, and I uh, and then at the same the next day, like uh, here's the shit. 
I was 12, 13, maybe? Let me see. Uh, that was 98, right? So... Like 9, 10, maybe 11 years old, maybe 12 at the time. Uh, or 13. My math could be way the fuck off. I, I'm, I was pretty fucking young. Okay. And I had a huge tub of popcorn with a lot of butter. And my first ever Mountain Dew. I swear to God, it was the first and the last fucking time I will ever drink Mountain Dew. Because the next fucking day, I was sick to my fucking stomach. All I was throwing up was not the butter, not the popcorn, the Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew did not agree with me that day. So, (laughs) I believe the day after, either it came out on my birthday or it was after the day after my birthday. Either one of the two. Memory's not fucking good. And Channel 11, uh, WPIX at the time, now it's the CW or whatever the fuck, uh, uh, or WB11, whatever whatever time frame it was. It was uh, WB11, and they ran a full-blown Godzilla marathon. They gave all the Godzillas. Uh, It was on a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, It was on the Saturday. Saturday after that, Godzilla came out. The, the Friday that Godzilla came out, the following Saturday, they did a full-blown marathon. So I saw a good chunk of Godzilla movies while I was sick and vomiting Mountain Dew. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a nice little, nice little thing. My mom, the, the, I want to get her on the show sometime soon because she's such a huge part. Oh, she, well, she's my mom, but <laughs> but the reason why I love comics, cartoons, movies, true stories, art, uh, video games, everything that I that makes me me, uh, and podcasting, all this stuff. She's the reason why, like, she encourages me, and she's the reason why I love all these things. You know. So, I would love to get her on the show and just talk about this stuff, you know. Uh, soon, hopefully. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that's... Uh, I don't want to get too emotional about it, but, you know. It would be nice. Uh, you know. See, even my mom is playing hard to get onto the show. <laughs> I can't get anybody to be on the show with me. I can't get anybody to be on the show with me. Uh, I get a few people, but like I made two cheesecakes, but you know what I mean. Damn. Um. Oh, can you see that? You know, there's a huge... There, there's a lot of talk about Thor's uh, 90s look. Back in the 90s, Marvel did, like, a whole bunch of re-costuming of a lot of characters. Daredevil went black and red uh, with armor, uh, like, shoulder plating and shit. 
and uh, they were very, very, like, they were very 90s. And Thor had a very unique look in the 90s, which he also used in uh, Marvel vs. DC. It was around that time. Uh, 95, 96, 94, 95, 96, around that time. 94, 95, I think. Um, and uh, apparently they're bringing that look back for a certain comic. And a lot of people are like, oh, but I liked it. It was like, uh, <laughs> it covered his tits, exposed his abs. He had like this harness and these shoulder pads. Not shoulder pads, but these shoulder things that connected to his cape. Uh, and it was bluish turquoise color, uh, if I remember correctly. But it was a unique look, and it was actually pretty badass, in my opinion, back in the day. Like, yo, this is a cool, you know, look for Thor. You know. but And it covered half his face. Like, it was like, it was, it, it, his face was exposed, but it... But he had coverings around his forehead and his ears and his and around his face, you know. So that was a unique look. Um. Okay, here's... Well, I don't want to... I'll save this for... Uh... Alright, I'm just going to... Someone asked Robert Jeffries... Or Jefferson, sorry. Uh, Do you think One Above All will ever have a cameo in the MCU? He said, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it established that the One Above All was Stanley? No. I don't think it was ever established. He was... Uh, he was a Watcher uh, spy. Not the One Above All. Um... So yeah, there's that. Uh, <laughs> um, there, uh, what, there was fucking something I wanted to talk about. Shit, it was right fucking there. That this guy. Uh, let's talk about the war. thinking about. Oh, running out of time. Be right back. Okay, now I remember. That brief interlude did accuse, uh, accuse, did allow me to, uh, remember what I was gonna say. Last time, uh, I said that you can replace that Marvel could replace uh, Jonathan Majors with Christopher Walken. You know, I would make a great character in the MCU. Who should I play? I'll probably put a poll out there on the interwebs. Who? Should Christopher Walken, me, 
play the MCU? Should I be the one above all? <laughs> I, 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 I can picture so many different roles for Christopher Walken. Was he already in the MCU? Did they put him in a... No. No, I don't think he... He hasn't done any real superhero movies. Hey, Chris, how come you're not in a superhero movie? I don't care much for the heroics. Give me a simple film about nonsense. I'll do it. We'll give you $52 million. Where do I sign? (laughs) Hey, I'm Superman. Oh, that's another thing. Superman's got a release date June 11th, 2025. Uh, James Gunn posted that. He said, uh, even with the strikes and all that shit, things are running on schedule and that movie's going to come out in June. I would like to know. I want to know the scientific reasoning or the explanation to why either my brain or anyone else's brain, any writer's brain, why when we have, let's say, five stories boiling, cooking, or in the works, or you're writing, or whatever the fuck, and then all of a sudden, whether you're writing them or not, you have these things going on. And then another story comes into your head. And your brain starts plotting that out. Why? Why? What, what is the scientific reasoning or explanation behind the story dilemma? Okay, for, like, uh, I'm not gonna get to, you know I'm doing the Legend of Zelda fan fiction shit, Right? And um, I'm also writing a couple of things that's in my Dragon Lord's Chronicles, uh, Dra- Dragon's Lore Chronicles uh, universe. I got one, two, three stories. Altogether, that's four. There's three in the Dragon's Lore Chronicles universe. The fourth one is the Legend of Zelda thing. Um, what else? Yeah, so I got four stories right now. Fighting for my... Oh, let's not forget that I'm supposed to be remaking uh, of Gods and Men. uh, On... Oh, yeah, my coffee page. Uh, I don't know if I said... Did I say this before? I'm I'm shutting down my coffee page. Yeah, I did say this before. I'm shutting down my coffee page. I just got to transfer all my stories out of there. So that they're not lost into the ether or snapped up, snapped out of existence. Uh, or blipped, as the MCU stupidly likes to say. Um, but yeah, I have four, five, four and a half stories, let's say. 
mewling in my head, going around, you know, trying to fight for supremacy. Then comes along story number six. Today, I was cooking some chopped cheese. And this uh, this notion of... um, Just to clarify things, the actor that's in the Boss Reeves uh, biopic series on Paramount Plus looks like a customer that we have in the store. So I was thinking about that. It was very funny to me. And then I was just thinking about cowboys and things like that. And then a brand new... Then I thought of my old story that I wrote, um, The Grave. Uh, I was thinking about The Grave. That passed through my brain real quick. I was like, oh yeah, that was a really good story that I wrote. And then my brain just said, hey, what about this? And what if you add this? And what if this happens? And then what if that happens? And then what if you add this? And then within the span of... 20 seconds, a whole brand new fucking story popped into my head. And I said, fucking shit. Why? Why is this fucking happening to me? I can't spin this many fucking plates, you know? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Why does the brain do that? Why does the creative mind constantly in the mode of, you know, you want to do something, but you don't, like... I don't know what's going on with me right now when it comes to writing, but just like, I, I don't, I don't fucking know. I really don't. I can't explain it. You know, I ha- I carry four, uh, te- not textbooks, um, notebooks with me every day. Excuse me. I carry four notebooks with me every day to work. Every day. Hoping that I'll just pull one out and just start writing whatever or continue writing whatever I have in there. Oh, yeah, there's another story that I have an idea for, but I can't set it up. I don't know how to set it up. So that's seven fucking stories. That's seven fucking stories mewling around in my fucking brain. And there's a few that, like, now this new one. Not the one that I just remembered now, but this new one that I came up with at work is like, it's not pestering me, but it's just like, why are you here right now? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> uninvited. What makes the brain do that? Why? And I can't keep up. I just can't fucking keep up. It's just, it's fucking ridiculous. It's a pain in the fucking ass. It really is. Uh, my uh, friend, a uh, friend of mine. I don't want to say too much, but uh, she was going through the same. She, like she mentioned the same thing. Like I was working on this one thing, and then something else came up, and now I have like two or three other stories that I'm working on. You know, so and I'm like, yeah, that shit happens to us. I, I like right now. I wish I could like really like explain why it happens but it's just like it's just some shit that fucking happens you know and I got I got some art pieces I gotta fucking do um people owe me money for them (laughs) that I did already um I did this one piece uh it was a small piece on regular uh sketch paper and stuff like that but still 
you know, it was a task to put together and uh, did like four variations. And then we finally settled on one that he really liked. I completed it. I colored it. I put his name on it. I think I put my name somewhere on it. No, I don't think I did. I didn't sign it, unfortunately. And um, I think I put my initials somewhere. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I did all this. He finally decided to come pick it up. But he said he was supposed to cash at me uh, the money. Uh, I'm still waiting. He said Monday, which is technically yesterday at this point as I'm recording. So uh, uh, that's I'm waiting for that. Uh, got another art piece that I did, a family portrait. Uh, she sent me the, the picture. I did it. I think it came out pretty good. She said she loved it. She really liked it. She I had to, I colored it and everything, uh, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that money yet. Uh, <laughs> there was this other person that uh, they ordered some Betty Boop pictures, uh, two of them, and constantly uh, I fi- I finished. I did them very quickly. I did them within a day. And she told me, uh, "Oh, uh, my son gets paid in two weeks. I- I'll pick him up then. And I'll give you the money." Not a lot of money, but. It was something that would have helped me. Uh, and that two weeks came and went. She never came back up. But she comes to the store. She's a customer. Um, so every time she came to the store, it was an excuse. Oh, he had to do something. So uh, the next two weeks from now. Okay. Another two weeks. Okay. Another two weeks. Okay. Uh, two or three weeks. I didn't even bring it up. She doesn't say anything. Uh, a couple times she said, like, oh, listen, uh, I still want those pictures. Finally, uh, I would say a few weeks ago, I think, uh, I just got frustrated. I was, in a, I was in a place. I was in a mood. And I was like, you know, I either destroy these things or I try to sell them to someone else. Uh, I don't know who I can sell it to. I just said, you know what? She came to the store and I said, you know what? Here, just take the fucking things. Oh, okay, but I, I'm gonna pay. I'm like, you know what? Just don't, just don't give me no bullshit. Get the like. I wanted to say, shut the fuck up, take your fucking shit, and leave me the fuck alone. All right, just take them. You happy? You got your shit for free. Like, why do people fucking do that? Why are people so full of shit? People in real life. This is where the stream of consciousness goes to. <laughs> Random stream of consciousness. Why are people so fucking full of shit? People in real life are so full of shit. People that... I find that... Surprisingly... Even people online, yeah, you have your people that's full of shit. But... There's still a lot of people that are online, that are far away, or... You interact digitally. And they're more upfront and more honest and more caring and more you know like they're more people you know than actual real life people why are just people just full of fucking shit 
like I don't want to I, I don't want to turn this into a society piece, but we live in a society. Uh. <laughs> Uh, it's just like nobody cares anymore like it doesn't feel like the holidays until probably Thanksgiving the very tail end of the month you know no matter how much fucking commercials they throw Santa in no matter where they put the bear, the polar bears on the cans of Coca-Cola or whenever the fuck they do it. It just does not feel like holidays anymore. I don't know if it's if that's commercialism that killed it or just people. I'd like to think people killed the holiday spirit. I think people killed a lot of things that I remember being held dear and, you know, um, just caring about when I was a kid. It makes me sad. It makes me sad. Not just for myself, but for future generations. Nobody... Probably not related, but you have kids raising kids or kids raising themselves. Or you have old people trying to raise kids that you know, that just happened upon them in a sense, you know, not like, I mean, like grandparents, let's say the parents can't do it. So the grandparents got to raise these kids and yet they're too old to be on their asses like that. So you got, uh, I may be speaking strictly from my experience within the ghetto, if you will, but you know, you got kids raising each other, kids raising themselves kids raising kids at the same time you got 20 18 17 18 19 year old girls getting pregnant and having kids you got dads that don't know what the fuck it means to be a father so they either run the fuck away or you know don't know what the fuck they're doing you know or just like you know so you and and even it's all it's all a big fucking mess you know, like, what happened? Like, seriously, what, what happened that made people just stop caring, stop being nice, respectful, just like, it's like the more freedom or more, not, not even the freedom, just the more, just more made us less, I think, if that makes any fucking sense at all. The more we got, the less we became. You know, you don't, like, it's not just the holidays thing. It, it kind of does fit in with the holidays thing. Is because usually around this time, this thing, this thing, there, it's about giving. It's about being thankful. It's about being with family and things like that. And just like those things don't matter anymore, unfortunately. You know, call me old-fashioned. I've been told I have an old soul. I'm young at heart, but I have an old soul. 
call me old fashioned, but shit, like, I would like to probably live in the 50s or the 60s where people actually gave a shit about family and stuff, you know? No, or the 40s. You know, that, you know, shit was hard. You had to boil, you know, your water before you did anything with it, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems so simpler. And you cared about things that, you know, are worth caring about. Now we got more stuff and we care less about each other, about things. It's all materialistic now. It's all just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. I want, I want, I want. It's not about, what do you need? Are you okay? (sighs) Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Um... But it's just like, you know, and it's, and, and the increase of not mental illness, but just mental, uh, you know, depression and things like that. They're, they're even more like, it seems everybody's got depression, but you know, it's just like, so many people have depression. I mean, literally, you can, I can throw a rock and hit an ad for better help. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> um, I don't know if there was a pandemic that really triggered a lot of people, but uh, I don't know. It's just like... You know, you would think the pandemic would just like really make people really give a shit about each other now. Like fuck, I missed you. Now, but now it's a, it was it went from, oh shit, I can I, I'm all by myself. Let's you know, let me do something with myself. You know, then it went into oh my god, I miss you so much. And then it turned into get the fuck away from me. <laughs> you know, like it's funny, it's funny. You know, um, just like. I, I said, I, I told someone I don't get political. I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to get political. I'm not, I'm not going to touch on that. It's not, it's not what the show is about. But just know that I, you know, I have feelings. <laughs> and, um, you know, whether or not this is the place for them, uh, but, you know, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it really does, like, it does trigger a lot of things. I don't know if I'm super empathetic or if I'm just like, you know, how do I go from stories to talking about society's fucked up? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's sad. It makes me sad. We can do better. Something has to trigger it. Something has to... (sighs) Will the lack of technology 
take us back to where we were? Will it fuck us up even more? At one point, do you just like, you know, is technology to blame? I don't know. I honestly don't fucking know, but, you know, you could probably connect some dots if there are any dots, you know. Of course, I understand why people don't trust things because we've been exposed to things that like, hey, this is actually happening. Um, change the subject Uh, but yeah well before I change the subject don't do it Uh, (laughs) and no I'm not talking to a pet I'm talking to myself. Don't get emotional. Um, Don't do it. Um, If you love someone, tell them you love them as much as you can. Every time. Um, Every time. All the time, every time. If I haven't told you before, you know, you could play it sarcastically or stupid if you want, but, you know, if I didn't tell you before, I'm telling you now, I love you. Uh, give, give people hugs. Because you never know if someone needs it. Um... Where the fuck is this coming from? (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, Hug someone. Call someone. Tell them you love them. I know no one's going to listen to this. Uh, I guess this is a form of therapy for me. I don't know. Letting something out. Uh, quite a journey to get to this point. <laughs> 112 episodes and uh, the Marvel's opening spoilers and all kinds of shit. Um, whew. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I said what I said. Uh Tell someone you love them. Give them a hug. Call them. FaceTime them. Whatever it is you are able to do to get in touch with someone that you care about, do it. You know? Because it it does, it, it helps. It's nice. It's a good, it makes someone feel good. Makes them know that someone cares. It makes them not feel so lonely. So, 
So yeah, I got a shitload of fucking stories that I gotta fucking figure out. Um, I got the first teaser for Terrifier 3 in theaters October 25th, 2024. <laughs> Let's see here. It looks like it's a Christmas themed movie. Got a kid in bed with a teddy bear. There's something going on in the house. <laughs> yeah, it's very Christmas themed. The kids going down the stairs. You got Silent Night playing. Kid thinks it's Santa Claus in the house, maybe, or he's just freaked the fuck out. <laughs> Presents being stacked up. Don't get any closer. <laughs> Don't get any fucking closer, kid. <laughs> oh boy. Ryan Reynolds is working out. <laughs> that was funny. A video I saw. Let me see. I love dogs. Yeah, random fucking thought. I like cats. I like cats a lot. But I love dogs.
Oh wow, an albino lion. Adorable. <laughs> That's funny. this meme that uh it's you know that guy that blinks and just like he's like shocked or something like oh okay that that gif but it's his eyes are open january closes his eyes is black opens his eyes is november what the fuck is going on with the world right now are we spinning faster is that what it is are we spinning faster that you know time is just it's just going um we got like the, the, it, yeah, it really does feel like January or May was not that fucking long. It was like right over there. Now we're in November, 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019, 2018. All these fucking years have just gone by like, uh, excuse me, absolutely like nothing, like nothing for a long time. I don't know if it's with age or if it's just the earth is spinning faster than usual something something's up and it's got it's got there's a scientific explanation for it i'm pretty sure the earth is spinning faster hence why time is moving faster hence why the months and the days and the years are going faster there's gotta be a fucking explanation to that or is it just like sensory overload that before we like wake up out of it so much other time so much time has passed you know that's probably it you know sensory i i would like to think it's the earth spinning faster but <laughs> maybe it's just that we got such so much things going on but that when we finally like pull ourselves away from it we realize how much time has passed and you're like holy shit where the fuck did it go you know so there's that hey i tried i have uh, the Game of Thrones books. Well, I got three of them. I can't get through the first one. And that's one thing I'm afraid of when it comes to my stories. I like to go... You know... Not fast. I like to get to the point. But I don't want to drag shit out. I get it. You want to pad out you know, your pages. You want... You know, you want to tell, a, you know, a very compelling story. But I I don't know. I like to try and make it a little snappy. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to lose anyone's attention. If you lose my attention when I'm reading a book, it's just like, oh, 
that reminds me, I gotta buy Things Magical Under the Moon. I finally have some expendable cash. And I have some money in my Amazon account, so I'm getting that book. Surprise! Um, Things Magical Under the Moon. Oh, movie commentary tracks are coming back soon. Uh, starting with The Last Starfighter. As I promised, uh, uh, as I promised one of my subscribers way back when, um, Justin Swanhart took me a minute to remember. Sorry, <laughs> memory is not so good. Uh, Justin Swanhart asked uh, if I could do the Last Starfighter a long time ago, and I was, you know, I just, yeah, I fucking space, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, that'll kick off the movie commentary tracks solo show. Uh, it's going to be its own show. It's going to be its own thing. I don't know the frequency I'm going to be doing it with, but yeah, I got my Amazon Prime back, so uh, I'll be getting that and doing that. And I saw that they have all the Fast and Furious movies, so I will be doing the original Fast and Furious movie, as Social Mogul also asked me to do. Um, and then I'm just going to do random shit. Whatever the fuck I want to watch, we're going to watch it, and I'm going to do a movie commentary track about it. And there's nothing you can do to fucking stop me. You know, try me, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? There was something else I saw. I don't know if it was on Instagram or... Oh, yeah. Well, that's not, that's neither here nor there right now. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, jeez, I... Check Instagram real quick. Uh, fucking apartments are so fucking goddamn expensive. It's fucking ridiculous. According to comic book resources, Marvel president Kevin Feige confirms an upcoming MCU project spearheaded by Scarlett Johansson is still in the works. Wouldn't be surprised if it's Florence Pugh's um, uh, uh, version of Black Widow. I would not be surprised. Two bedroom, one bathroom, fifteen hundred. Chris Pratt was just terrible. Yeah, they are bangles. Thank you, Nerdist.
Oh, I said Superman Legacy was June. It's July 11th, 2025. July 11th, Three. I haven't even seen the first Enola Holmes movies. The first two. I think Sandy Butcher's unfollowed me on Twitter. I'm not sure. Oh, nice haircut. So, Disney Plus and Hulu might be, uh, looks like they're going to be unifying under one app. Bob Iger says the new unified Disney Plus Hulu app will launch by the spring of 2024, but a beta test app will come as soon as December. The publication shared the beta version of the Disney Hulu app will launch in December, giving parents time to set up parental controls, according to Iger, ahead of the official launch in spring 2024. So we're getting the Dulu. Dulu Plus. You know that Disney is going to be the main. It's not. I, it would be stupid if it's Disney Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be Disney Plus Plus. Let's, let's workshop some names. They got Dulu. Uh, Dulu Plus. Disney Hulu. Disnulu. Cthulhu. Uh, <laughs> what else? I think it's still going to be called Disney Plus. The Hulu is going to be the plus. Uh, huh. Does that mean... Because I think Hulu has... The rights to air WWE programming. You know, after, like, at least a day after. Like, the, it, it, Monday Night Raw happens, you get it on Tuesday on Hulu. If I'm not mistaken. Huh. Maybe that'll be a reason to get that. Yeah, but Hulu's Hulu's been a little fucked up lately. They always try to make you still uh, sign back in every so often and shit, and it's just like, and it signs you out by itself. It's so stupid. Um, I'm running out of time. <laughs> no, so I got four. I'm forty minutes in. Random stream of consciousness, folks. If you're just joining us, uh, this is not live. <laughs> um. There was something else I wanted to fucking talk about. I just fucking forgot. I don't want 
uh, what's his name? Spider-Man? Tom Holland. I do not want Tom Holland as Link for the Zelda movie. I don't know why people just automatically go to him. No. No. You need someone that can act with their face a little better than what he can. I'm still sticking with my guy, um, uh, Joel, uh, not Joel, uh, Edgerton, uh, Edgerton, the dude that played, uh, fuck, uh, he was in Kingsman, uh, fuck did I say, ah, uh, Edgerton, or Egerton, Egerton, that's what, uh, something Egerton. Uh, he was in Kingsman. He was uh, uh, Elton John in that movie. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I, I stick I stick with that that choice because he seem he looks like an actor or appears to be an actor that can act purely on emotion without saying a lot of shit. And we kind of need a link that's not going to be excuse me, princess, but. You know, it would be a nice line that they throw in as a nice little, like, shout-out to the original cartoon. But to have just someone that doesn't speak too much. Speaks only when he needs to. Because that's Link. Link doesn't talk in the games. There's very few times. They, yeah, they, they he does speak in-universe, but when you're playing the game, he does not talk. Um, so you gotta have that, I guess, strong, silent type, if you will. And that guy just like he—he he really feels like he would be a good choice. I doubt they'll go with him, but you know that's just my choice. Joel Edgerton, there it is, found it. Uh, Joel Egerton, because there's also. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting things magical under the moon on Amazon. I'm not getting the Kindle. I'm getting the book. Robert Downey Jr. possibly coming back as Iron Man is it I would hope I would pray that we get superior Iron Man white suit white armor Iron Man where he's not all good but he's not all evil you know what I'm saying I want that Iron I want Robert Downey Jr. come back as that Iron Man in Secret Wars. Like, yeah, he'll help save the day, but he's not the same Tony Stark that we know. You know. Um, yeah, and Scarlett Johansson, she's coming back, but we're gonna... I would... Ooh, she should come back with a pixie cut. 
uh, as a pixie cut Black Widow from the 90s. Yeah. Uh, with the short, short hair. Yeah. Uh, um, that would be really funny. I think she could pull that off. She has the bone structure and shit. Um, I've run out of ideas. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this random stream of consciousness. Um, I don't know if I'll do this again. Uh, what else? Yeah, I just talked about random shit. <laughs> random fucking shit. Uh, there, oh wait, there was... Okay, uh, coffee page shut down. Movie commentary tracks coming back. Oh, right. If you've made it this far, if you've made it this far of the sh- in the show, listener support is getting up there. It's getting a little better. Uh, uh, we're at 25 of 100 right now. At the, as we as I'm speaking, we're at 25 of 100. Um, trying to get more people. We need a hundred individuals, like a hundred different people, to listen to at least one episode. It could be this one. It could be that one. Could be the other one. Could be the last one. Could be whatever you want to, whatever you want to listen to. Just listen to it, even if it's for like five or ten minutes. I'm pretty sure that counts. Five or ten minutes. I just need. We just need a hundred individuals so that we can meet the criteria to get. Excuse me. Sorry. To get listener support. Listener support, I believe, allows the listeners to donate or uh, pay whatever they want at whatever time you know what i mean like yeah here's a buck here's five bucks here's ten bucks you know it's not it's not a set price it's whatever you want to pay every month or whatever the case may be something like that if i'm not mistaken in the meantime if you do enjoy this show or any of the other shows rat chats is very popular uh, ringside matters, thinking outside the undies, uh, stuff like that. Uh, oh, what was that thing? Oh, the Doom War, right. That was for thinking outside the undies episode two, right. Um, but if you enjoy any of the other shows, a little support would go a long way. Um, there's Cash App, which is, uh, the dollar sign Neo S. Gonzo. Uh, you can see it on my Twitter page. I'll probably post it in the description of this episode, maybe. Uh, or PayPal, if you want. Again, you can send whatever you want. It, you know, whatever it, you think would be helpful for the show. Uh, we want to get to a point where we can start selling merchandise. We want to get to a point where we can offer exclusive things. I, uh, we want to get paid. <laughs> we want to get paid. Uh, there's two of us now. Uh, there's me and Synthetica Lynn. And it would be nice to be like, hey, here's here's a paycheck, if you will. Uh, you know, or here's some, here's some dinars to, uh, you know, for your troubles, for your time. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's Cash App, there's PayPal. PayPal, I'll probably put the, it's too long. You can probably find me through my email, uh, the speculating nerd podcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, it's got my full legal name there, so I'm not going to say the full legal name there right now, but um, when you find it, if you find it, it's there. Um, but yeah, that... Uh, look, I'm, I'm taking any and all donations, <laughs> if you will, just to keep this show running to help because again some of the movies for movie commentary tracks are not cheap I gotta rent these things so a little two three dollars four dollars whatever you feel like throwing this way it would be very helpful very appreciated and it'll go to something that's you know that you listen to that you enjoy you know um yeah, I, I wish I could just, like, quit my job and just do this all fucking week. But unfortunately, I, I can't uh, quit my job and do this all fucking week. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's the Cash App, there's the PayPal. But really, like, share the show, uh, listen to the show. Even if it's five, for five or ten minutes, I'm pretty sure that, like I said, I'm pretty sure that counts. I don't think you need to listen to the whole thing, but it it would be appreciated if you did. Um, But yeah, pick any show and just, you know, I need 100 individuals and we're at 25 right now. So we're like kind of half, like a quarter way there. Um, So yeah, so please share the show, uh, listen. Uh, it, it, it would be really appreciated. What did I want? Oh, what uh, Christopher Walken. <laughs> Who would you want Christopher Walken to play uh, in the MCU? Uh, yeah. So, uh, with that being said, thank you all so much for tolerating this episode. Episode 112. Random stream of consciousness mixed with a spoiler review of the Marvels. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And yeah, until next time, folks. Should I put in the outro music? Nah, let's just end it like that. Uh, we we came in with no music. We're leaving with no music, uh, except for the background music that I'm going to add in later that you're probably hearing right now when you're listening to this. How meta is this? Breaking the fourth wall. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Until next time, folks. Peace out.